Hey there, it's Freddy Cruz, and this is a podcast for Houstonians who want to engage more with their hometown and learn about the people driving its growth. These are the stories of the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make the greater Houston area great. One such individual is Jerry Dempsey, who I met at the Small Business Expo last month. He works in the graphic design space with a company called Squid Pixels and has his own brand of hot sauce. And that is when I knew I had to get him on the show. Jerry and I begin the episode with small business mindset and what it's like to work remotely when the pandemic is over, but most of us are back in the office. And of course, we talk about the inspiration behind Bear Sauce, his brand of habanero pineapple sauce. This episode is brought to you by Speak Podcasting. That's my podcast agency, helping businesses and nonprofits share their stories with the world through the art of podcasting and podcast guesting. If you've got something to say, but need some help getting it out into the world, whether you want to host or be a guest on somebody else's show, let's talk. Go to speakpodcasting.com. That is S-P-E-K-E podcasting.com. Hi, I'm Ed Sheeran. This is Bruno Mars. Hey, it's Katy Perry. This is your man Flo Rida with Freddie Cruz. This is AJ Mitchell with Freddie Cruz. Freddie Cruz. Freddie Cruz. Let's let you go pick Mr. 305 and you already know what it is. My name is Freddie and it's time to cruise through HTX. Jerry, my man, let's just start right off the bat. What is the biggest mistake that small business owners in the Houston area make when it comes to graphic design? I think it, it goes a little bit deeper than graphic design, Freddie. I think it goes down to believing in yourself because what, what happens is a lot of uh, small business owners, they get the speed bumps, right? So you start putting a lot of money into it and you maybe don't get the return that you want to begin with when the business begins. And every single week you hit a new speed bump, the delivery is late, the farmer's market or wherever you're selling your product doesn't get get to you on time or the invoice doesn't get paid and you have to reach out multiple times. There's so many different obstacles that you have to go through. I say that just believing in yourself and carrying on and getting over those humps is is probably the biggest advice that I would give. A little bit of what you all do, because I met you at the Small Business Expo a few weeks ago, is um, you work with Squid Pixels and you help people with getting all kinds of product and helping small business owners uh, get the word out via merch and graphic design and all that kind of stuff. So why don't you talk a little bit about what you all do? Yeah, absolutely. So Squid Pixels uh, is a graphic design and printing company. Uh, it was founded in uh, in 2015 by two amazing people, Alex and Steve Adams. And they decided that they wanted to take on this graphic design journey uh, and about three years of graphic design, they did. Uh, and then they started seeing that, hey, all this graphic design they were doing, it's going straight out the door and going to another print shop. And they're making the money off of it. And we don't, we can't guarantee that the quality of product that's going to be shipped to our customer is going to be up to the standard that Squid Pixels has. So that's when Squid Pixels printing was born in uh, late 2019. And then of course we know what happened in 2020. That was a lovely year. And so it kind of got put on hold. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. You know, the remote worker was born uh, in the fire ashes of 2020. So, um, but yeah, so at the time um, they had just gone through, they started getting vendors and they were vetting all these different companies around the United States. And that's one of the most important things that we believe in, and I'm a United States Marine veteran. So today is uh, actually the Marine Corps birthday when we're, when we're recording this. So Semper Fi, Ura. 
Um, yes, sir. Thank you for your service. Oh yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure. But so their, their main focus was American made, making sure that everything Mm -hmm. is sourced is made in the USA and we're supporting our local businesses. We're supporting, supporting our local economies. And that's, what's beautiful about the way that we do business. So our headquarters is in Atlanta. I am remote South of Houston, but What's amazing is that all of our vendors being in the United States, if you have a product that you would like for us to order for you or do for you, we're going to graphically design that in-house. And then when we get to the point of, hey, we're going to find that vendor that's going to put out the best product for you, we're going to inject that money that you're spending with us into your local economy. So even though you're spending money with a company that's based in Atlanta, Georgia, you're still investing in your local economy, which is incredible. Yeah, I really like that model. And I'm curious because you are working remote, as you had previously mentioned. Um, what is your, like, do you all have this thing where once a year, twice a year, once a quarter, you all gather at HQ or are you all just free to, to do whatever and um, you kind of visit whenever you whenever you absolutely have to or whatever you want. We try to get together as often as possible, Freddie. Um, and distance is not an issue for any of anybody that is with squid pixels. So, um, I'm actually not the furthest away. Uh, the furthest away, her name is Danielle Cooley. She actually has been with, uh, with the squad for over, I think she just celebrated five years with squid pixels. So, um, she actually lives in Arizona, but once a quarter I go out and then once a year we have a retreat that the entire team goes on. Steve and Alex and the leadership crew, they pick out a place. This year it was in uh, Smith Lake in Arley, Alabama, which we actually drove from Houston, 12-hour drive, me and my wife. And uh, it was a really fun drive. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But yeah. We're effectively out of the pandemic. And I know there are some people who kind of think that we're still in it or that we're in a forever pandemic. And that's not part of this conversation. But one of the things that was born out of it is remote work. And it depends on what side of the camp you are, uh, you're on, whether you're an owner, a CEO, or if you're one of the employees and that's like, okay, everyone's coming to work. You're going to come in and you're going to work it. You're going to work in house and you're going to like it, or you can find another gig. And then there are people like, um, squid pixels and other companies that are notorious or not notorious, but that are famous for saying, Hey, we love having a remote work company. Um, what do you make of this? Like, do you ever see yourself, um, in the future saying, wow, you know, I really miss being around my colleagues. Um, maybe I should just, maybe I should pack up and move to Georgia. So it's, it's funny that you say that because we're actually originally from Atlanta. So, uh, we actually moved out here. My wife is a, uh, is within the UTMB hospital system. She's a surgical resident. So we moved out here two years ago in 2021. Um, so we're originally from Georgia. So, you know, when I looked at remote work prior to, uh, prior to the pandemic, I would say that I was the social butterfly within, uh, any, any company that I was working for, I was kind of, uh, I, I don't want to call myself the class clown cause I always worked very serious, but I was definitely able to inject a little bit of humor and a little bit of liveliness into everybody's day, which helped me do even better at my job. But I would say that since the pandemic working remotely 95% of the time, 
I have not actually wanted to be in the room with a lot of my coworkers every single day until I started at Squid Pixels. I'm serious when this crew, I mean, like, I don't know if you can hear my voice, but I am just grunting ear to ear because this crew is amazing. I mean, we're, we're the squid squad. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely miss them. I'm, I wish that we could all be in an office at uh, at Monday through Friday. I want to shift the conversation to something that when we met a few weeks back, you had talked about this really like nonchalantly. Oh yeah. I also have a hot sauce. I'm like, what? You have a hot yep, sauce? I do. <laughs> Yeah, which is uh, so cool. So why don't we talk about that? It's bear sauce. Yeah, it's called bear and sauce. So what got you into that? So it's it's funny. When my wife and I got together in 2017, something that we kind of challenged ourselves to do was create a bucket list. And I know that sounds so cliche. Oh, we created a bucket list. We're going to go see Niagara Falls and we're going to backpack Europe. But no, we actually did like realistic things. Um, my number one thing is play Augusta National because I'm a big golfer. I love golf. But on down the list, 15 or 16, was make my own hot sauce and make my own barbecue sauce. And so it was college football season. We were making wings on the smoker. And I was like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm making that hot sauce. I'm going to make the, the barbecue sauce. We're going for this. And so I started walking around Kroger in Atlanta, Georgia, and I came across my two main ingredients in both of my sauces is pineapple and habanero. So I went home in the kitchen I put my Bill Nye, the science guy, white coat on. I started mixing and, you know, beakers and Bunsen burners everywhere. And it was just a mess. And so we came up with a pineapple habanero hot sauce and a pineapple habanero barbecue sauce. So the barbecue sauce is like a sweet heat, very Southern style, brown sugar-esque, great on ribs. It smokes in very well. It gives you a nice caramelization over the top. And then the hot sauce, my main idea was I don't want it to be gimmicky because you watch shows like Hot Ones uh, on on YouTube and the de bomb is like the the funny sauce, right? It gets all the celebrities to cry and it just is chemically tasting. I didn't want that. I wanted something that you could eat with your entire family, no matter what their age was. Obviously, they had to have a little bit of a spice tolerance, but that it wasn't going to be that like, here, try this, ha 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 type situation as a prank. So I made it and the, uh, the med students that we hung out with at the time were huge fans. And of course, you know, like as every, every inner circle told everybody in the early two thousands, you should try out for American Idol. Well, they told me that I should make hot sauce. I should actually brand this. And so at the time just didn't have, didn't have the time. Um, and when we moved out here to Texas, I brought that dream to life. How many habanero peppers do you eat in a day when you're making this stuff in your mad scientist lab? And why is your colon not completely destroyed? So believe it or not, I am the most careful person when it comes to to making this. I glove up because the first time that I made the sauce, I didn't have the plastic gloves, which I'm married to a doctor, so I should have had gloves readily available. But I wear contacts. And the very first night I went for the left eye, I took the contact out and I cried. It was awful. And so from that point forward, I said, babe, I need for you to bring me home as many plastic gloves from the hospital as physically possible. And I'm going to start using gloves in every situation. But I would say through the taste tests of every batch to make sure that it meets my standards, that it's not too sweet, it's not too spicy. I would say that I probably eat about, I don't know, maybe like a small coffee cup full just to make sure. And I'll I'll actually try it on different 
uh, mediums, right? So I'll do like a plain cracker. I'll do a pita chip, which is actually my favorite because that sweet saltiness comes in. But And then I'll just do it straight from the spoon just to make sure that nothing is going to negatively affect the way that the sauce tastes. I'm assuming that you, you're doing this with the seeds out because... I'm no chef and I'm no food scientist, but I know I do know I'm smart. I'm at least smart enough to know that the hot part is going to be where the seeds are. So you're doing this without that. Is that right? No, the seeds. No. The seeds are the seeds are there. Yeah, we. Uh, Bro, why? We, <laughs> you know, because and it's funny, Freddie, because I have so many people come up to my booth and they'll try it and they'll be like, "Nah, wish it was hotter." And I'm like, you know. <laughs> Sorry. And then you have, you know, the, the sweet old lady that comes up and she's like, I'd like to get this for my grandson. What does it taste like? And I run through the, you know, it's not gimmicky, but if you're afraid of heat, you should probably try the barbecue sauce. And then, you know, I had, I had one lady, she was at least 85 and she Mm -hmm. came up and she had that sauce and she took it like a champ. She, she had zero emotion on her face, but she walked away and I heard her go and (laughs) But I mean, you know, like you're not going to be able to meet everybody's spice tolerances, but I do, yeah. I do make it with the seeds in there. I feel that that's important for, uh, for the spice levels. You don't take any of them out. Like it's the whole thing. Yeah. So my, uh, my, wow. One of my little trade secrets is that, uh, the vinegar that I use, I actually blend that with the habaneros and then I'll cook it down. And so I use, uh, just use my, my blender with the, mm-hmm. the vinegar. So. Okay, so this is a very elementary question, and I'm sorry to interrupt. So no, does you're the fine. vinegar neutralize the the peppers? So it doesn't neutralize. It actually uh, it makes the spice worse, in a sense, um, until you add in the the sweet of the, uh, the pineapple and the citrus. It kind of cuts through it. Yeah, so, yep. Is, do you think you'll ever release a bear sauce without the pineapple? And it's just the habanero and whatever vinegar you're using and your favorite your favorite spices or no? You know, the thing is, is that it, for just the habanero, you'd really have to have somebody special that wants to have that. They would really have to like heat because for the because the vinegar obviously is so acidic, and then the pepper with the heat is going to be acidic as well, and so. I don't think I'll ever do it. I have definitely messed around with different fruits like mango. Mango, I don't know why, because I'm not a scientist, but for some reason, when you add mango to habanero, it is the hottest thing you've ever had in your entire life. I mean, not like the Wingstop mango habanero stuff. I'm talking like actual like habanero mixed with mango. It just does something and it was too hot for me to release. Like it was almost ghost pepper hot. (laughs) All right, so... Um, you are, we talked a little bit before we started the conversation, Jerry, uh, about how you operate under the cottage law. So you sell your bear sauce as a side hustle. You're going to different markets and such. And so as we approach the holiday season, this is like when we love to buy and receive food and, uh, specialty sauces, for the holidays. So where can our friends learn more about what it is you're doing and where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can find me on Instagram. It's at the bear sauce. Um, and you I mean, that'll show you all the updates, all the farmers markets. If you're in the Houston area that I'll be attending, uh, we're actually done for the 2023 season. We'll be picking back up in February in, uh, the pocket market in Santa Fe in, uh, 2024. 
But yeah, I'd love uh, any any follows are, are greatly appreciated. And the thing is, is that even operating under college cottage food, uh, even if I may not be doing the markets for the rest of the year, if you'd like to order some of the habanero, uh, the pineapple habanero or the habanero barbecue sauce, I'd be more than happy to make up a batch and and bring it over. Fantastic. And so you can check him out in two places. So he's got uh, the the Instagram and the social media accounts for his hot sauce. And of course, if you want to learn more about what he's doing within the graphic design space, you can check out him and the Squid Squad at Squid Pixels. That's all one word, all together, squidpixels.com. Jerry, my bro, thank you so much for coming by the podcast today. Absolutely, Freddie. Thanks for having me. And the last thing I wanted to say is that at Squid Pixels, we can print anything but money. <laughs> and thank God it's that way. <laughs> thanks, Freddie. We only need one Federal Reserve, and that's one too many. Amen to that. Hey, it's me. I'm back with a quick little nudge. If you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did putting it together for you, then please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to the newsletter at cruisethroughhtx.com and share with your family and friends. Thank you.